0: what you are on the inside reflect you on the outside. Mm. So for me, that's why personally, I, I personally don't work out. I like to work out in the morning. I don't work out before I work in. And my working in,
1: What's up everybody, welcome back to the Above the Horizon Move With Purpose Podcast. I hope you all are doing well right now and are safe. We are living in very uncertain times right now, but for those of you that are losing hope or it's just hard in general, I just want to tell you that God loves you and that you still have purpose in this life, regardless of how bleak our external surroundings or circumstances may seem. So in today's episode, we will be discussing the meaning behind wealth and success, what is the definition of wealth to you what do you think makes a person successful as you listen to this episode i want you to think about those questions and i hope this episode can answer them for you if you are unsure of what it means in your own life i'm glad you're able to join us today and i hope you enjoy this episode
0: what is up bro how you doing i'm doing well bro how about about yourself how are you holding up
1: I'm, i'm doing well man it's it's just Glad to have you back on the podcast, bro. First, first episode, it went really yeah. well. People really enjoyed it. Um, they really resonated with what we were talking about. And I'm, I'm just happy to have you back so I can get your insight on here. Um, and you can just share knowledge and we can be able to reach. I the, Kind of the, po- the purpose of my podcast is to be able to reach various um, personalities, various types of people. Um, people I've, I've had people ask me oh what is your audience like who is your audience really my audience mm. is anyone who's willing to or um wants to change wants to become a better person so and every any opportunity that i get to be able to um help people in that way is great so i'm glad to have you back on here um for those listening we are going to be talking about today specifically wealth and the meaning of wealth um, and the various um, connotations that the word has within it and success as well. So just to get started off, why don't you tell us what does wealth mean to you? Um, the definition that I have here of wealth, <clears> throat> sorry, throat throws a little dry. The definition I have here of wealth <clears throat> is the abundance of valuable material possessions or resources all property that has money value or exchangeable value all matters all, all material objects that have economic utility um, and so on so for you personally, what does wealth mean to you
0: uh, well, I first want to say again, I probably mentioned it already, but I want to say thank you to you Simon, for allowing me to be on here you on know, this podcast yeah, of course. Um, and you said you know for me to share my knowledge I'm hoping to gain some knowledge from you and um have a good conversation so diving into your question about what wealth is that's that alone is a loaded question what is wealth to you like a forward question or whatever but it's very loaded um, and that definition you gave is one I believe that only focuses on a particular area of wealth which is the physical um, aspect of it or the monetary aspect of wealth and uh, I think it, that it's incorrect to um, define it. And it's kind of funny mm-hmm. to me that that's the official definition of it. Is it. What, that was from Webster's Dictionary, right? Yeah, it was Webster's, yeah. Yeah, it's funny how it's like an official definition to me that that should be a connotation because it only talks about the financial aspects of wealth. I believe as, um, as human beings for myself, um because we're not we're not we're, we're beyond this flesh this flesh that we see the face that we see our ourselves our bodies that we see in the mirror that's just simply the temple that houses the real us our souls our spirits in us so mm-hmm. i can't i i can't officially i can't i wouldn't fully agree that the true definition of wealth is those monetary or possess uh, possessions those earthly possessions mm-hmm. would have to be wealth would have to be a little bit more abstract, a little bit more of things that are unseen. Cause just like our soul and our spirit, those are things we can't see. Those are things that aren't necessarily abstract, but things that we can't see are those things um, that we have. When we have those things in us, those are things that make us wealthy. Mm And One might ask, what are those things? What things are you talking about, Josh? But um, for me, um, wealth, being truly wealthy, and it's true in its true definition deals with how how fulfilled your soul is. Um, and that may be in anything. It may be a passion that you do. It may be a hobby that you have. Mm-hmm. It may be relationships that you have with people. How fulfilled are you? And how fulfilled are you? And that may some somewhat sound selfish, but in having that abundance in yourself and having that fulfillment, you can help, you can share that with somebody else and help them Mm -hmm. have a starting point or even make them automatically wealthy. You know, one may have an abundance of joy in them. Uh, One may have truly a full abundance of joy and that other person is negative. Meanwhile, that person that has, that's a millionaire has a bunch of money, has a bunch of money, but he's sad and depressed. Mm -hmm. That person, maybe just middle-class, you know, doing fine not not extra not too little just has the right amount you know lives day by day um he he has that abundance of wealth he's at mm-hmm. peace and he's he, he's he has joy within himself meanwhile that person does it that to me the i would rather want to be that middle class person for me that middle class person is more wealthy that's actually the wealthy one because mm-hmm. his soul is filled his soul is filled Granted, um, that monetary is an example of wealth. But for me, the true definition would have to be um, the fulfillment of somebody. And for me, the only thing that truly fulfills the soul of a man is his or her creator, which is the um, the Lord Jesus Christ. For me, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. So Mm -hmm. he is the only one that can truly fill you and truly make you wealthy because um, he's the one that created you. Money didn't create you. Cars, cars houses and stuff and all those monetary things didn't create you so Mm. they're never going to really satisfy you they'll make your flesh happy they'll make you you know flaunt while your instagram feed will look pretty good you know people look at you on the outside like whoa he got some nice clothes and whatnot you know
1: But you can't oh he's
0: got it all exactly and um i've learned uh my parents uh taught me that there are three people in life that you can't lie to number one is god number two is the devil and number three is yourself Mm. you can't lie to any of those people um so you can be wealthy on the you can be appear rich I'm gonna use the word rich uh, with monetary gains on the outside, but not be a wealthy person so that yeah. to me is the definition of wealth
1: yeah i, I, f- are, yeah. I feel like i feel like in, in in um just to just to let people know we we re, we had recorded this podcast before, but it got messed up, so we're recording right. it again but sure. just like what we said last time, mm-hmm. I feel the media is so good at portraying the wrong things to be the right things and the right things to be the wrong things. The things that's supposed to fulfill you, they see that as bad. The things that actually tear you apart, they want you to see that as good. And when you go on social media, you, you go on um, all these outlets where you're able to receive masses amount of information. One of the main things that they pump out to people, especially younger people, the younger generation is that, Oh, you, you, you must aspire to have all the cars. You must aspire to be super rich. You must aspire to basically model the lifestyle of the celebrities, athletes, and people that we, we generally, generally speaking, look up to. And in a way, there's, there's truth. There's good to that. But there's also, for me, I believe there's more bad. There's good from the standpoint right. that we all know that we need money. I'm not saying that we don't need right. money. Really, I'm not disregarding it. I'm not saying that it isn't important. If you want to live a comfortable lifestyle, if you want to survive in this world, you need to have money, um, monetary value to your name. But the thing that I'm talking about that really destroys people, regardless if you're super rich or you have no money at all, is the, the um, over uh, obsessiveness of chasing right. the, the monetary part. possessions in life the physical because right. like we said in the other podcast you your physical body is to me it's a byproduct of how your soul is so mm-hmm. if your soul is fulfilled then you can you'll you'll find that your your physical self you your physical self will be healthy you you if you if you really truly love yourself and and you're you're spiritually right you're mentally right emotionally light, your body will follow suit but the thing is if you have a void let's say you're super rich you're a billionaire you're just making money every day but you're void of something that the human but the human existence needs which i believe the most important things that we need aren't things that we can see it's it's connections with people um obviously it's fulfillment with um what you believe in Uh, for us would it be um, our relationship with Christ and, and for so on and so sure. forth. So I, I right. just wanted to um, kind of reiterate that to people. It's good to aspire to be uh, financially well off, but once you take that and you um, make that the only focus in life, it, it kind of derails you. And um, right. back to the the video that I had watched on YouTube a while ago, it was a children's video. I mean, it was like an animated video. I don't know if it was meant for children, but basically it was about these two brothers and they both grew up and kind of poor, low middle-class families. And the older brother, he all, when he grew up, all he would do is complain about his situation. He would go to school. He would see all the kids that had new shoes, new clothes. And his, fortunately his parents uh, weren't able to afford that for them. And he would always be like, oh, when I get older, I'm going to be able to afford all this stuff, all the things that I wasn't able to receive when I was younger. So, you know, so in, from, in a, from the standpoint, oh, he, he, he was uh, doing the right thing where all oh, he wanted to better his life. That's great. But they showed the essence of the video was showing how he allowed um, material possessions and the, um, I want to say, uh, societal definition of wealth pretty much dictate his entire life. And then in the video, it shows how he neglected his family because all he cared about was going, staying at the job. Make, I think he had did something in like, something that had to do with like stocks or something along those lines. He, he yeah. neglected his family. He was just um, so invested in making money. And when he made $10 million, that wasn't enough. He had to go make double that. He kept going, going, going. And then at the end of the video, he he's very miserable he had divorced his wife i mean again this is a, it's a fictional video but i'm sure that this has happened in real life to people but so at the end of the video he's he's very depressed but he has so much money and he goes to his brother and he looks at him he's like bro you aren't even nearly as rich as i am you you're an artist you you're not even making that much money yet you're happy and i'm depressed and i'm miserable why is that? And his brother, basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the um the exact word for word. But basically, his brother was like, you were chasing the wrong things. Well, you were chasing money all the time and neglecting your family, thinking that that was going to, excuse me, that was going to, that was the meaning of wealth for you. I was chasing different forms of wealth. Um, I, I was able to... Um, get married, have a family that I love. I was able to have a good relationship with them. That's another thing with people, relationships with people where humans were meant to interact with other humans. So when you're not, when that's another thing that you're lacking, it, it also can be, um, um, it can also affect you negatively. And the brother was basically just listing things that he made a point to, um, um, what is the word he made a point to have in his life, but he didn't put money at the forefront. So even though his brother sure. wasn't really rich, he really was rich. He wasn't rich by monetary standards, the physical we can all really. see. He didn't have a big house. He didn't have all these cars and all this stuff, but he, but if you, if you were to ask, Oh, who is the more wealthier brother? The younger brother was because he, he had a loving family. He was able to, and, um, was able to, um, Um, participate in hobbies that he enjoyed. He loved his job. He he was just loving life and he was fulfilled as opposed to the older brother who had no, I mean, he had his brother, but he didn't have a family of his own. His wife was divorced. Um, He neglected all his friends because he was just so bent on um, making money. So to me, I would say that the younger brother was more wealthy.
0: For sure. I definitely would agree with you. And if you don't mind, I'll add even a little anecdote there. You know, as you mentioned, we talked about it when we were recording. I just want to add this as well, just sided with that, you know, realizing where wealth is. Mm-hmm. Um, the story uh, about uh, uh, the preacher's name was Reverend William Branham. This was in the, during the, I believe four no, 50s. Mm-hmm. During the 50s here in the US, uh, yeah. but up north, I think around in Indiana or Kentucky, around there. And uh, Reverend William Branham had two couples, um, young couples here to bless their wedding one couple both of the children came from two wealthy families the husband uh the the young man came from a family the young man on his side his dad owned a big company on one side of the city the the young lady her dad owned a big company on the side of the city so they were wealthy both also young millionaires Mm -hmm. um now Um, Their wedding, you know, with their wedding was simple and easy to bless. You know, they said their vows and, you know, it was a nice, perfect wedding. You could, you, one would be deceived by the eye and look like, whoa, these people really love each other. Mm -hmm. You know, he blessed their wedding and life moved on. Um, A few weeks later, his uh, um, reverence brother comes to me, says like, Billy, because people used to call him uh, Billy William. They used Mm -hmm. to call him Billy. Um, A friend of mine was wondering if you could bless his wedding. And he said, sure thing, yeah, uh, I don't mind blessing this wedding. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a couple days later, they get ready and the young man shows up. Um, he says, how are you doing, Reverend? And um, the Reverend kind of makes a joke at it when he's telling the story to the audience, um, seeing how bad the young man needed a haircut, mm-hmm. had holes in his shirt, you know. Um, he needed to iron his clothes um, and he was just all jittery all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reverend was just asking, him, "Are you all right?" He's like, "Oh yes, I- I- I'm all right. I'm all right, sir." And now the young lady also pulls up uh, a few minutes later, and um, she was she was fairly young, uh, you know. Back in the day, people used to get married a little bit younger, uh, mm-hmm. but then people do now. The young man was about 22; she was 19. Okay. Oh, yeah. And she had her note to present to the reverend to tell him that a hey, um, that yes, my parents even approved that I can get married. Now both of them. Neither of them came from a wealthy family, and the young man was not working a a, a job that really paid him much mm-hmm. and uh, the lady was gonna the young lady was gonna be a stay at home um, a homemaker um and so the 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 reverend asked um the young man um do you do you love this lady mm-hmm. she said he said with all my heart i do he says um what if she becomes sick you know what if after the kids you know she's not um her form isn't the same as it is right now we still love her." He says, yes, I'll still love her. I, um, Who she is is what matters to me. Mm-hmm. The Reverend was a little bit quiet. And then I turned to the to the young lady, asked her, do you love this man? She said, yes. Um, the Reverend said, what if um, times are tough? What if he doesn't make as much money, you know, to even provide for the family? Um, she said, um, my vow is to him. And I love him, not his possessions. I love him. Mm-hmm. And that um kind of, you know, took the Reverend back because, you know, um, he was surprised to see and happy to see, honestly, that young people could actually consider beyond the shallow um, outer appearance. So he blesses the winning and moves on. Do you now, know what? Few,
1: yeah, do you know what um, decade or time frame in this? Or is this like is this like an actual story or is this some yeah. something fictional? Real story it, during um, the
0: fifties, nineteen fifties. Okay, during right. the fifties. Yeah. Um, so a couple months later. Uh, the Reverend decides to know, check up on his young couples that he blessed. Mm-hmm. He decides first to go on the side of town, the rich side of town, as he was driving. He came across there um, and to go see the rich couple, um, the quote unquote wealthier couple to the human eye. And as he's approaching, he sees from the window, he hears from the outside, he hears, uh, he hears yelling, you know, throwing of pots and pans, you know, just mean words at each other. And he, as he approaches, he's like, whoa, maybe there's somebody in the house, you know, maybe there's a fight happening, and I better go check. Mm-hmm. And he looks from the side of the corner, the blinds were a little bit open, he could see, and he noticed it was the couple. There was nobody else in the in the house, it was just the young man and the young lady that vowed to each other that they're going to love each other, but mm-hmm. here they are literally cursing each other out, you know, literally fighting at each other, almost um, ready to lay hands on each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Why an irony to for people that love each other you know mm-hmm. um and the reverend so um rings the doorbell and both of them come rushing at the door they surprised to see him they're like oh reverend william Branham it's, so, act. Nah, it's such a pleasure." there you go there you go that that's what I was that's the word I was looking for that's the phrase I was looking for they put on a great act for him like everything's going well, and you know he goes along with it, but mm-hmm. he knows the true story yeah. you know they greet him they have a little talk and he has to go. He moves on, um, and then now he goes to visit the the couple that that was not so wealthy, the the poor couple. Um, he goes to their house, um, and their house didn't have any blinds or anything, you know. Uh, he approaches the house calmly, and uh, he he looks again from the window, um, just kind of like a spy in a way, but not not in the creepy way or anything. Mm. Um, so he looks and he he overhears them talking. And the young man, it was after he had done work and whatnot, and he was sitting with his wife. His wife was on his, uh, he was sitting on the chair, on his chair. His wife was sitting on his lap, and you know, they're just looking at each other eye to eye talking. The husband was telling her how he regretted that he wasn't able to get this dress that he saw at his as, as he was walking back from home for his wife. And the wife was saying, honey, that doesn't, don't worry about that. Maybe later on, sometime, God will provide, and we're gonna have mm-hmm. that, you know. I'm just glad I have you. I'm glad we have each other and we were able to, you know, to build a family and grow little by little. Yeah. Um the, and then the the reverend noticed that there was a, a certain a certain harmony um in the household and he noticed that again that their vows were truly for love. Mm-hmm. They were fulfilled in in their cells, they were fulfilled. And he realized that the true wealthy couple um was them, the quote unquote poor family, the quote unquote poor um Couple, they were the they were the the wealthy ones, and so um, and I came to understand in in listen to that story uh, that he gave that uh, it's not being going into like let's say you start to go in a wedding, it's not because you have a lot of money that um you're gonna be great just because you're wealthy or rich on the outside you're gonna have a successful wedding no but you need to be wealthy in love you need to be wealthy in compassion you need to be wealthy in understanding. Um And in comprehension of your partner, being wa- being wealthy of those things that'll lead to a wealthy marriage. It's not the monetary things that can come later, but That's make true. sure you're wealthy in those things. That's what I understood, true. and I just wanted to. There's add a
1: about. there's this quote by Les Brown, great quote, yeah. man. You um, mm-hmm. see him? You find it real fast. Um, the wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard, because in the graveyard we find inventions that were never ever exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became a reality, hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. That's quote is powerful because I feel like, I feel like a lot of people when they, 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 they get caught up in chasing the wrong things in life yeah. that they, over time, like when they get older, they realize um, what truly matters. So, One of the, it's something that I've always heard people say when I was growing up that the most valuable thing in life is time because it's something, it's something you can never get back. And I I feel like people squander it very quickly on things that don't matter. And when you think about wealth and you think about, oh, I have to do this. I got to do that. I got to, I have to achieve this. I got to achieve that. And, and, and you're, and you're running and you're focusing solely on the material, you also neglect the, the spiritual, the um, internal side of you. Right. And so another thing, like another um, segue I want to get into, when it comes to health, how do you view that in the definition of wealth?
0: Health and wealth. Whew, that is a those are two things that, that intertwine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm gonna use this. I may have said this also in the 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 first podcast we did, but I think it it, it helps it helps um, answer the question better. Mm-hmm. Um, how when I was in South Carolina, the pastor we used to go to, he said, uh, mentions how Paul talks about you know bodily exercise and it profited little, but it has a profit to it, mm-hmm. um, and that's important to know to notice. I always tell people that words matter. What you say, what you say really does matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he says, it profiteth little. And so there must be an ex- a form of exercise that profiteth much. Mm. And body exercise, you know, they link it, you know, to longer lives, feeling better whatnot. But it's crazy that you read articles. I've read articles and stories how, you know, this guy that was a vegan, uh, so rather, sorry, this, in this article, this guy was a vegetarian, ran every single day. You know, exercise physique was great. But around the age of 56, he died of a heart attack. You know, mm. it's so crazy. Now I'm not against exercise. I'm. Mean, I, I was a high school athlete. I still exercise to this very day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I. I encourage that. I encourage that. Please don't understand me. But if the word of God says it profiteth little, that means there's something that profiteth more, and that has to be your soul. The exercise of your soul that profiteth um, more, and that that's where health and wealth were intertwined. Mm-hmm. Where are you first healthy? You know how you may just touching back on what you said in the uh, earlier portion of this podcast how that um, you have to first, you know, make sure the outside appearance of your body is the reflection of what you are on the inside. And one might say, you know, I'm not all cut and rip, you know, but how happy are you on the, how happy are you, how content are you? How how much peace do you have in you? That will literally reflect outside of you. i give an example of myself. Uh, it was um, spring 2019, my, spring, my last semester of undergrad spring Mm -hmm. 2019, uh, was in my biochem class and one of my classmates, you know, uh, we were talking about something, um, I think it was an exam, we had, I can't remember what it was, I believe it was an exam or some lab report we had, Mm -hmm. and we all didn't do too well, you know, uh, about it. And, you know, she was a little bit stressed about it, like, yo, this thing is crazy, you know. Or whatever i'm like yo cheer up man it's just one it's just one exam we'll be fine we'll do Mm this um she's like oh you're always like you're always encouraging or whatnot and then a couple days later um something something else happened and i was just you know just happy about it she was like i don't understand what is wrong with you the other day we all didn't do good on this you know i'm bringing this other news again how do you keep this energy? I looked at her and I kind of smiled up like, I honestly cannot explain it, you know? But in simple terms, it's just Christ, you know, that gives me this joy. It, yeah, is, it, it, oh, it yeah. is literally like how you said, what you are on the inside will reflect you on the outside. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's why personally, I, I personally don't work out. I like to work out in the morning. I don't work out before I work in. And my working in is, involves prayer, um, reading the word, reading mm-hmm. the Bible, listen to a sermon um, mm-hmm. before I owe oh, a part of a sermon, maybe not the whole thing, maybe 30 minutes there and probably yeah. listen to it the rest of the day. Um, and that, that, that's my work in, uh, mm-hmm. before I work out. So that's how I would, um, that, as you said, once you're healthy on the inside, what you work in, which profiteth much, mm-hmm. um, then you'll be able to work, it, it'll show on the outside. Once you're fulfilled in there, like how, how you gave the story of that the, the two brothers, he was chasing, Yeah, he was going for money to be stable, but he was also making sure that things that truly give fulfillment were satisfied first. So he was working in first, mm-hmm. focusing on working in first. At, at a, he put working in at a higher priority mm-hmm. than working out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where you will really be actually healthy and wealthy when you mm-hmm. focus on working in before working out
1: and in a side note just to to add on what you said about uh when you and your friend um didn't do well on a certain project or Mm -hmm. or a test and you said how you were still smiling and laughing regardless that your um current circumstance was in a negative state and that's important because me personally i believe that there's a difference between being happy and being Mm -hmm. joyful. I feel that happiness is very temporary. it's It's based off of um, your your external circumstances at the moment. Oh, if my life is great, oh, if I'm getting good grades, uh, I, I have a good relationship. there's no problems. I'm happy. Mm. But as soon as those things are stripped from you, as soon as something something negative comes into your life that you have to deal with, most people are no longer happy. And I believe that is because. Joy, in my opinion, comes from Christ. True joy, and when you're joyful, when you're joyful, it's 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 intertwined with having peace, because when you're joyful, regardless of what you go through in life, you may you'll still feel like this thing. I don't want to get people people to mix up. Having joy doesn't mean that you will you will not you will automatically stop um, having those human emotions, sadness. Right. Um, the, uh, depression uh, despair mm. or feel like you're going to give up all those things will still come yeah. but joy joy is is more to me like um it's like reassurance mm. it's, it's it's for me it's, right. it's, it's reassurance that regardless of what I go through I know that I'm going to get through it because God will never leave me or forsake me and you'll always be on my side and that gives me joy so for me I'm 99% of the time I'm usually the type of person I'm always laughing laugh every day always smiling whatever and I've had people in the past come up to me like bro you are always smiling you're always laughing regardless why do you do that there's, there's, what are you laughing at there's nothing funny <laughs> and stuff like that and I'm I'm just like I'm, I'm just content I right. wake up every day I, I have the opportunity to inspire others and, and help people And even though that I've, I still get my challenges. I still get um, tough times that come at me and I still get upset. At the end of the day, I I go to sleep with joy because I know that God's got my back. And another thing that I want to get into is success. So success and wealth, they're kind of intertwined as well. And I have the definition, the Webster's definition of success too. And it says, a degree of measuring or succeeding and it also says the attainment of wealth favor eminence so obviously we both know that most people even kind of even if someone would ask us on the spot or anyone most people would probably say oh yo what does it mean to be successful oh um i have a lot of money um i'm really rich i have all this material wealth so now that you Reflect on your life and reflect on just what you view from an insider viewing the outside world and and what people chase after. Do you? What do you think success is, and how do you think it it uh, relates to um, having wealth?
0: Hmm. Whew, man, so many into these questions. up. <laughs> <Bro>, uh, <laughs> if y'all haven't Sorry, already, man. subscribe to this man's podcast. Thank you, bro. But yeah, yeah. man. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But yeah 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 the, the, that definition again is a, is a, you said it's an attainment right yeah attainment of wealth favor of wealth of wealth okay it didn't say what type of wealth it just said attainment of wealth yeah it just is attainment of wealth that's beautiful i like i like that i like that definition better than the definition of wealth i like it <laughs> cuz it it, it leaves yeah. us it leaves us to describe because wealth everybody has their form of wealth mm-hmm. i like that because um we can say everybody has a form of success, but success is an attainment of wealth mm-hmm. and wealthy and, and there are different forms of wealth. Like as you've described, there's monetary, there's and that which is so, so that, that is the surface level. That is, if, if you compare it to a pool, that's not, that's not even a kiddie pool, that's maybe two feet in, like mm-hmm. that's two feet deep or maybe yeah. a foot deep, deep, if you talk about monetary wealth and you know, there's probably also possession wealth or whatnot, that's also just very shallow. But mm-hmm. then you get into things like you said, joy, that's much deeper than happiness. Mm-hmm. You go, you're going about peace, those things that are reassurance, that, that, put, that put joy and fulfillment in a man's heart. I think it just intertwines, just like health and wealth they intertwine. Success, attainment of wealth, it just, it just intertwines, and it literally defines um, that, it literally explains that to become, to have, to have, to be wealthy, you have to go through certain things to attain that wealth, you know, to attain mm-hmm. that success. Per se, um, And for me, uh, I would honestly describe it like how they do. Uh, for me, for sure, I definitely want to have money. I definitely want to be financially free. Definitely want to uh, be a millionaire, but not for the reason of saying, oh, I have money. Um, mm-hmm. But um, my main reasons are um, obviously first to be free for me and my family to be able to do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to contribute to the work of God, any work of God that I see going on, mm-hmm. to be able to help in times like, you know, when pandemics and crises happen, I directly di- donate not to no organization, but directly to a hospital to be able to do those type of things, to be able to help um, my own community and have my own programs, mm-hmm. have my own certain stuff that I have and ideas that I have. That's why I want to yeah. do it. That's a uh, a form of wealth. And those are the reasons why I want to attain it. I also want to, for me, my morning pride is different to have to have a much more intimate walk with Christ because it, it is so, so, so fulfilling. There are sometimes, you know, for me, uh, life literally can just, you know, sometimes feel like it's falling on you. I've yeah, not lived sure. much of life. We're, we're both in our, in our early 20s, you know, we mm-hmm. haven't lived that much of life, but sometimes you yeah. feel like life is falling on you. Yeah, but yeah. I'm so fortunate that I've been able to learn that for me, my escape is Christ. He's literally my therapist, my counselor, person that I can quote-unquote vent to you know mm-hmm. I literally will be sometimes in my car before I take off and pray I uh, I always pray before I, I, I go out and even if I'm going to a grocery store there'll be sometimes maybe if I was coming back from class or from from a, a meeting I had to do for work or whatever I um, will literally just be sitting there and I just talk I just talk I talked I'm like I sometimes I, I don't even talk in like form I'm like Lord you know because to me it's just my best friend that that for me is a wealth I just want to to just better it just like somebody else they want to better their relationship that's a the wealth they want to attain they want to attain a true knit relationship with um their their spouse their partner that they have that's an attainment of wealth they want to um at, uh, attain a, a certain goal that'll be an attainment of a certain form of wealth so it has um successes an attainments literally of many forms of wealth it's not just wealth, one wealth it's many forms of it mm-hmm yeah that, that, that's it yeah
1: it's what it's you? definitely it's definitely two words that it's really hard to just give a straight definition to for sure because they have they have so many meanings and and regard and depending on the type of life you grew up um with um your values or or whatever it it could mean something completely different to someone else Right. And in no way am i judging anyone if you if you um if you find that money um, and and chasing uh, material possessions is something that um, you is something that is a uh, what do you call it a driver for you to be successful in life and to get goals or get your um, goals accomplished, then by all means do that. I'm not. I don't. I don't want people to get mixed up. I'm not bashing anything materialized because I still like for having sure. stuff. You still like having for stuff. Sure. It's just. It's just it's there's just a fine line between chasing chasing that and then just going over to the other side and then making it consume you, and and Mm. that's the thing about um, wealth and success that a lot of people like you hear you hear those um, success gurus oh you gotta sleep twenty four hours in a day no sleep Um, just keep pushing 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 and Mm. I see where they're going with that yes. And you have to be goal-driven, but at the sure. same time, it's at a detriment to your health. You're not sleeping. Sure, sure. So then again, are you really wealthy if your health sure. is depreciated? Because sure. like I've told you before, this this situation that we're in right now, being stuck in our homes, is really making people realize what is really important. True. Sure. The only thing, well, since we're Christians, Christ is number one, our relationship with Christ. But for those, or for everyone else, or those that aren't the only thing that is the most important thing in your life is your health. Right. If you're sick, if you have some terminal illness, but you're worth fifty billion, that that doesn't help you. You mm. may be able to get medical help. You may be able to afford to go to the doctors. But if it's so bad, where you're probably gonna die. The last thing you're thinking about is how much money you have. You just <laughs> want to get you. you just want to get healthy. You don't care about nothing else. You just want to get healthy. Like if someone were to come in the room and you're on your deathbed, and someone would give you the option, I will give you 50 billion more, or exactly. I will give you just a pill, some pill, and that it'll make you healthy again. People would choose health. And over
0: it all day, yeah.
1: I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's a Steve Jobs, or Steve Jobs quote. Um, let me see. I don't remember the exact quote, but basically they were asking him because he had cancer, and mm-hmm. they were just asking him about um, how do you view health in regards to um, your life and um, and how do you view yourself, your success, and how you are and how you started this company and blah, blah blah. And he was like. It is kind of humbling in a way. He was like, at the end of the day, when you die, none of that stuff goes with you. Oh, I love that, man. Nothing, none of that stuff that. goes with you. When you really think about it,
0: right? So, so, what, so that doesn't that doesn't even determine your wealth. It doesn't. The possessions don't determine it. That's why. I, that's why I didn't disagree. I agree with that definition. You know, mm-hmm. it's beautifully and, said. And and the thing is.
1: When you when you when you tie wealth and you tie success in together, the only I believe that the human spirit, the, our souls, they don't die. It, mm. They're too powerful. I don't I don't think that even possible. I think when we die, our souls still live on. But like Wes Brown said, the the richest place in the world is a graveyard, because people right. they they live their whole life not even living but existing, sure. and it's it's one of the one of the few things it doesn't necessarily scare me but one of the few things that i just hope never happens in my life is i live my entire life and i'm literally i'm at the end of my life hopefully i i live old um have a full life but is that i'm at the end of the life and i have regrets and i'm just thinking all the things that i could have did if i took a different pattern all the um, places I could have been if I had chosen a different path and i don't want i don't want to live that way i don't want to have those thoughts, so mm, that's certainly. kind of in a way that's kind of a driver for me. I yeah. want to be able to fulfill my purpose, but not only of course I want to obtain fine, uh, material wealth I want to be rich, I want to have money, but at the same time i don't want to do that to the detriment of other aspects of my of my being that makes me wealthy, my spirit, Dude. my health. Emotional relationships with people, and when Steve Jobs said that, it was it was it was crazy. I was just because he—I don't know how much that man was worth, but he was definitely a multi-billionaire. For sure, and he died in his early fifties. And mm-hmm. it, it's crazy because you hear about you've heard you hear about these 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 celebrities or these really famous people, and they're really rich. Like for a perfect example, would be Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. he said that man over the course of his career made almost a billion dollars i don't sure. think anyone in that in that um in the music industry even comes close to how much money that he made and if they That's, did good for them but i don't know about yeah. it but when he died yeah it was sad people were sad but the thing that you, you don't when you think about Michael Jackson, you don't really think about, oh, he was a really rich man. He had a lot of money, this or that. It's, it's one of those things where, and this is, um, this is actually a Kobe quote. He said that the most important thing when you live your life is not necessarily your accomplishments or your wealth or all the things you were able to obtain, but it was how you were able to use those things to help others, how people remember you. Or don't remember you. And I was like, whoa, that, that's thats crazy to even think about. And in a way, that also ties into uh, wealth and success. Because are you, are you truly wealthy if you hoard everything for yourself and you don't share it with anybody else? And you don't have a good relationship with the people that love you in your life because you're so um, invested in only you? And a great A great children's movie for that, it would be The Christmas Carol. Um, Scrooge, he he was very stingy, didn't like to share. Rich guy in the town during that time, but he had a void, again, like I go back to. He wasn't wealthy because he was lacking the human connection that he, he neglected everyone and his spirit was basically tormented. And then at the end of the movie, he realized, whoa, the only important things in life or things that I can't see. The the experiences. The, the way people yeah. make me feel. Um, how my soul is right. Emotional. Everything like that. And one thing that I'd also like to tell people. When you get spiritually right. Emotionally right. All the things internal. When you really work on that. And fulfill yourself. And you truly believe mm-hmm. it. You're wealthy. And you're able to your Your cup will fill up and it will overflow, and you're able to um share that with others so yes, I would say that wealth is there's there's many um factors that go into the the word wealth success as well it, money is a is a big factor, but it's really not everything and hmm. and when you think about it, just like us being here in quarantine um and just reflecting for leaving me personally um The most important things is um, the things that you can take with you to the graveyard, not the material things that will stay behind because they're only yours while you're alive. You only 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 own your house. You only own your money and all that stuff while you're living. When you die, you don't own it no more. It goes to somebody else, either your family, the government. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's not a yeah, it's not true, a permanent yeah, you don't permanently own anything physical on this earth true so well that's it that's just well i said, just wanted bro. to go into that but mm-hmm. it, it's it's to, it's, it's it's definitely something that people should really think about when uh trying to um figure out what their purpose is in life because
0: right and you i would even uh don't with you how you know how i love how steve jobs somebody at you know at his caliber you know his level of success you know and impacting the world and even of of monetary success is pretty high to say that all that other stuff doesn't matter you know mm-hmm. um that see that 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 shows you what type of who he was mm-hmm. that shows you how truly wealthy he was and you kind of ask, ask, have to ask yourself through all millionaires you know the people put them well this person is the richest person in the world Mm. is that really true Uh, are they you know right if 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 you're judging by monetary hey great congrats to you but don't say richest and say tell them say that this person has the most host has the most monetary items in the world say so Mm. and um in in by his bank account by his real estate that he owns and whatnot okay that's fine but to say someone's the richest person hmm careful there's 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 a lot of bit there's a lot um more there's 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 very few um spiritual billionaires than there is even um physical physical monetary billionaires um just as as just as they're in their one percent there's also a one percenters of spiritual um billionaires that mm-hmm. are truly fulfilled that are truly wealthy mm-hmm. um and it's pretty sad uh because a lot of people are pushed to to see that oh the top of the world the top being on top of the world is being is being mo- having monetary now, nah, being mm-hmm. on top of the world is how you fulfilled on the inside as you said are you able to give to people whatnot because i personally believe every person here comes to contribute maybe maybe you you you, you won't contribute monetary as much as the other person great but you have a gift. You have a talent. You have a way you talk. You have a way you act. You have certain things that you do. Certain things that you can do that other people can't do as well as you. That mm-hmm. is a contribution that you're supposed to give on this world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I strongly believe. And that again, using the gifts that are in you, because if you don't, um, the talents that are in you, they're not if they're not used well, um, you're not helping anybody. You're not even helping yourself um, mm-hmm. because everybody is has has a portion of their gifts and they will never truly become wealthy because wealth, again, it's about fulfillment of you inside. Mm -hmm. If what you're filled with, you have a lot of, let's say you have a a talent to sing, you have a lot of singing in you, Mm -hmm. you you never will be fulfilled until you express that like, hey guys, I'm not showing off, but this is my talent. This is what I'm contributing to. This is me singing and you sing, you know, Mm -hmm. you'll be fulfilled and you'll be a, a wealthier person that way in contributing the wealth that you have inside, you know, the gift that you have mm-hmm. inside. Um, that's great. What I, what I bro. That, that's great.
1: Um, my final question, I always like to um, kind of take the, the meaning of why I even started this podcast, help people better their lives, help them to really um, examine themselves, sure. uh, really pay attention to themselves and try to, like you say, work in and then work out. For because sure. obviously, our internal is way more important than our external physical. So, my final question for you: What is your advice? What do you say to people that they're kind of stuck in this matrix where they they they, they um they they think of wealth and success in the more. Um, external in a physical way which is good to an extent but they feel like they're kind of going off this path going down this path where it's like oh it's all about money and they don't know how to kind of center focus back to what's really important so how do you how, how do you advise people to kind of change that mindset
0: gotcha how to kind of change that mindset um this honestly uh, this, this question wraps up the the podcast pretty well man because um i can think of the answers of a lot of things that you've said and the examples that you brought up, Mm -hmm. especially most recently about the one of Steve's jobs, Mm -hmm. how he said, you know, all the money and stuff I have, that doesn't mean anything because they won't go in the grave with me. You know, those are things that you require along the road on your Mm -hmm. path for, I guess to say for your flesh to be at ease, for your flesh to be comfortable and for your flesh to be happy. Mm -hmm. But what, what you acquire for, yourself your inner person yourself that's what those are the things that matter you know how you mentioned about the relationships that you have with good people that surround you um have finding joy and uh finding something that for that fulfills you that that's what will make you uh wealthy. if if you if you follow um and go on the trend of oh it's just about money or I just have to please people to make them happy mm-hmm. then um you're 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 very you're being very detrimental to yourself mm-hmm. um before before helping anybody, even, you know, in this world we're here to contribute, before helping anybody, you have to first help yourself. Even if you have a gift of singing, make sure you know that you work on that craft so that it can be pleasing for people to hear. And then people be like, yo, man, that really hit home, you know, work on that, on that craft. If you live on the life that I just got to please people or um, it's just all about money, my thing, uh, maybe to ask yourself to challenge yourself, to question, to 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 challenge that mentality and to... For it to change, i would ask yourself, just like Steve Jobs, none of that is going to go. And how my parents always tell me that on this world, even if you were, Josh, even if you were a twin, you and and your twin came on this earth by yourself. And you guys, even if you die at the same time, you guys are dying by yourself. Hmm. And in life, you have to kind of first, you have to be kind of in a way, for lack of a better term, you have to be selfish at first. It's your, it's kind of your feelings at first. If you, if, if you were, if if you're concerned about truly fulfilling life and truly living it, you have to first look at yourself like, Hey, what is fulfilling me? You know, you mm-hmm. know, how many times people say what makes them happy? Mm-hmm. i like to say what fulfills you, you know, like how you said happiness is kind of temporary. What truly fulfills you? If simply doing what you do, um, or, you know, just getting money, you know, if you think that, um. That you realize just I just want to let you know whoever is this and this, that will not fulfill you. If somebody like Steve Jobs can say that doesn't matter, and I'll even take a Bible, a Bible, um, Bible quote that Solomon, the richest man in the Bible, the richest king in Israel, um ever to live in Israel, said that <clears throat> he had mind you, this guy had gold plated um forks, plates, um, the fanciest um uh, pillows, fanciest uh furniture and whatnot. Had mm-hmm. a thousand wives, you know, at him, you know, from wherever, you know. <laughs> yeah. At the end of his life, yeah. But the end of his life, he said, vanity or vanity, everything is vanity. Everything on this earth is vanity. Mm-hmm. So if you think that money is going to be fulfilled, it, it's, it's not. So And challenge yourself and ask yourself what really fulfills you, not your flesh. Because money, and, I, and you'll say, how do you know it won't fulfill me, Josh? Because money doesn't go in the grave with you. People, these people that die with billions in the bank account and billions in the bank account, but zero doubt, zero, absolutely zero on in, in, in their life. They go with the grave with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's other people that may left a couple hundreds, couple thousands, but go with billions down the grave. If if you had to describe it from the spiritual sense or the internal source. sense, right? Exactly. Right. Um, so you, I'd rather, I'd rather be the the latter, because you live the fulfill a fulfilling life. Ask push you for for that mentality change. Ask yourself and push yourself, challenge yourself. Ask yourself, what am I contributing to to the world? Me having money, okay, you have money, but what am I contributing to the world? Mm-hmm. What am I contributing for myself, for me? Not this not this in me, but for mm-hmm. me. That mm-hmm. I think will would, would help anybody to. Um, I'm kind of challenged and even changed their mind that, Oh, I shouldn't just be chasing money. Mm-hmm. Or oh, oh, if I'm going in the pursuit of get, being monetary wealthy, what is it for it? You know, identify those things and that will help you to not be stuck and just, Oh, it's just about money. It's just about money. And you'll be more fulfilled and truly be wealthy.
1: Truly be wealthy and truly find success. And sure. and also it's it, it's an ongoing process through life. I agree. Um, at least that's what I believe. Um, you you can never, um, you can never, you can never reach the pinnacle of success and, Oh, I'm done. I, I, at 35, I feel like if you're truly seeking out what's important in life, um, as you get older, you have different or new experiences that you can also learn from and add to your, um, your wealth and your excess success from the mental um, internal side as long as also with the physical um, there are people that you go through life and usually if you the older you get um, usually make more money but I'm really this 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 episode for those listening is really focused on what wealth means beyond what you can see beyond the external Mm -hmm. because again that, like you said in the first podcast, life is 90% what you cannot see mm-hmm. and about 10% what you can't see. Right, right. But people, but society and people, they have that backwards. 10% yeah. what you can't see, 90% what you see. What you see yeah. must be what's going on. That's why. Exactly. Um, it's social media has such a powerful influence because people look at people's lives. They, they see them, they, they see their houses, they see vacations that are going on. They're like, Oh, they have it all. I don't have nothing. Right. And that's, it's, it's a trap that people shouldn't fall into. And and it's hard because I, I've fallen that trap before. I'm not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. I've, I've felt those um, feelings as well, but um, just in general, when you, when you, when you think about, wealth and you think about success think about it deeper than just from the physical standpoint so i just want people listening to kind of really evaluate that with themselves and 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 ask yourself be honest with yourself are you truly wealthy are you truly do you truly experience success i i can honestly say right now that i'm not i still have ways to go and that's 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 beautiful because that is literally the definition of life it's it's yeah. um it's a ongoing process of growing a marathon not a, a marathon race. it's like being on a treadmill like you said before yeah um you always mm-hmm. have to find ways to um improve you can't mm-hmm. stay stagnant in life because time exists time, time exists, exists and bro. you could stay stagnant But again, <laughs> yeah time is time is wealthy or time is um it's not wealthy. What's the word? It's it's a luxury, but it's also yeah. it's um it, it contains so much value to it because it's it's something you can't get back. That's the difference between time and right. money. You can gain, yeah. you can lose money and gain that money back, but yeah. you can't lose time. So for yeah. those listening, really, this is a time to really um, dig deep and try to work in um and then work out and really try to figure out who you want to be in life and um, try not to try not to get caught up in all the, the physical because at the end of the day the only thing that shapes people the only thing that makes a person who they are is the inside your for internal sure. being your emotional your spiritual your mental all those aspects of health and your physical so Josh thank you again for an amazing podcast thank you so always bro. delivering appreciate it for those of you this is the above the horizon move with purpose podcast and i thank you for listening and i hope that you